Yang, 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 Thomas. It's going to be the name of my new Chinese restaurant. <laughs> yang Thomas. Yeah. Hey. hey. What? You and I talked the other day about sleep. Remember that? Yep. And I had the best night's sleep. You did? That was the other day. Oh, not last night? No. Oh. Yeah, it it's rough, it? man. You know, when you wake up feeling more tired than you did when you went to bed the night before, you know you got a problem. When you maybe got an hour of decent sleep and the rest oh. was tossing and turning, you seem to be pretty well read on a lot of different subjects. I Go got ahead. this thing with wine and cheese. Right. And I may have isolated the situation down to the culprit. And our listeners in Wisconsin aren't going to like what I'm going to say. But I'm still doing my research, my R&D, if you will. It seems the common denominator, the bad guy here, could be cheese. So when you had the good sleep the night before, you had no cheese. And I didn't have any nachos either. <laughs> yeah, no cheese. Or as they say in old Mexico, nachos. And last night you did have cheese and didn't sleep well. Right. And how much cheese are we talking? Yeah. Are you like a rat? Maybe. <laughs> I like cheese. With my wine. Okay. Well, maybe you need to try something different with wine. Like So uh, you haven't heard that maybe cheese and certain dairy products. You too. know what, buddy? For you, I'm going to get on the Google machine today and put in, does cheese and wine cause insomnia? When it comes to insomnia, just say cheese. <laughs> well, I would go back to no cheese and see what happens tonight, okay? Okay. Thank well, you me- for that. And by the way, how are you doing with your cheese fondue Google machine. Got anything that you want to share with us? Anything that you've dug up? Anything you want to talk about? You're famous for bringing us stories of science. Well, before I do that, if I, let me ask you this question. Is it white privilege if I ask my Hispanic gardener to turn off his leaf blower so I can listen to our podcast? Is that white privilege? Why? <laughs> Were you just trying to do that? And he was blowing you off? Yesterday afternoon. Uh, I wanted to hear our podcast, and he was... No, I was just kidding. But anyway. But think of what a wonderful job he does Yes, doing the spring cleanup for you. Now, Thomas, I know you've been married happily for a long time, but before you met your lovely wife, did you ever... Did a woman ever break your heart? Of course. And... My very first girlfriend. Well, you're a young man. I mean, you're probably a kid, right? I was 16. She was 18. Well, that's different. I'm talking about like as a young adult, like in your 20s. Yeah, of course. And how did you get over it? Time. That's right, buddy. But you know what? There's science. There's seven science-backed ways to get over an X. You ready? Without time. (laughs) Well, number one, I don't get this one. It says, listen to sad music. Sad music can prompt positive emotions like peacefulness. I guess so, if that's what they're saying. I always found Barry Manilow to do the trick. (laughs) It says, reflect on your breakup. I don't know why you want to do that either. This is a science, though, so I'm going to go with it. Science! They, they say spend more time with your friends. That makes sense. Focus on the positives of the split. Then let yourself grieve. Consider the rebound. What do I mean by that? Getting out and finding somebody right away? I was just the opposite. Just back up for a second. I was just the opposite. I would focus on all the things that I didn't like about her and go, well, I'm better off without her. Right. Why would you focus on the good things? Right. Okay. That doesn't make any sense. Are you sure you got, you know, sometimes sometimes you are the dyslexic comic. No. Are you sure you got that part right? I'm looking right. It says right on the things. You know, the other reason I think I didn't sleep so good last night as we go back even further. Don't you want to know? 
Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'm listening. I'm all ears. You. What do you mean? Guilt. Guilt? How you treated me yesterday? Yeah, I treated you poorly yesterday. And I kept tossing and turning last night, and you were in my mind. Thomas wants me to be more computer literate, and I'm not technically advanced as he is. And sometimes I'm not you, advanced at all. Well, yeah, I think you are. You've had a whole I, life in studios and stuff. and all. I send my friend a brand new computer. Not a computer. Oh, God. <laughs> Didn't have any monitor. Oh, my gosh. Let's not talk about it. You know, I've told this story to a couple of people, and they just can't believe it, Mike. And then you're stubborn on top of it. No, I'm just trying to defend myself. No. I send him a brand new computer. Inside the box is the computer itself. There's a keyboard. There's a mouse. Right. Mike calls me up and goes, where's the computer? I said, I sent you the computer. You didn't send me a computer. I don't know what this is. Because your bane of existence since you've been alive has been a Mac or a laptop, something that came with a screen, a monitor. And he says to me, where's the screen? And I said, you don't have a monitor in your home? No. Why would I have a monitor? Why would I have a, why would I have a screen? I have a TV, but no, this isn't a computer. Mike, it's a computer. You know, I said that to one of my coworkers. He said, dude, I can send him a screen. I've got like four I'm not using now. I said, I might have 10 I'm not using. I, it never occurred to me. These screens, they've been getting bigger and bigger and bigger. You've not had one. Right. right. If you knew that my iMac was old and you didn't want to use it, and you knew that the laptop might have some problems. It never occurred to me that you've never had a desktop computer and you wouldn't even know what one is. Well, I do. I have my iMac. That has a monitor, right? Yep. And it's plugged in to the box, right? It's just plugged into the cord. There's no box. That's because Apple put all their guts inside. It's like a... It, right, and that's a, why... A, I was an like, iMac is like a big laptop okay yep and that's why i got confused because so you don't even know what a desktop is right i don't wow okay it's all your fault that i I didn't get a good night's sleep because i I called you a very disparaging name and i felt bad right he made fun of me but but the problem is you argue you argue with me about the whole thing. No, I'm just trying to defend myself. That's all. I'm not arguing. We started the conversation. You were arguing that I didn't send you a computer. Right. But you just now just found out that I don't have a box like that. Dude, I figured that out yesterday. That's why I called and apologized to you. But we'll move on. Okay. To recap, because <laughs> we did go into the weeds. See, people, we have issues. That's right. We're not the close buddies every minute of the day. Just We argue just like a, a good relationship has a fight and then they make up, right? Like an old married couple. And I'm going to send you some cheese today. Oh, God, I hate you. Give us an update on uh, <laughs> that story, because everybody's totally forgot. Seven science-backed ways to get over your ex. Listen to sad music, reflect on your your breakup, hang out with friends, focus on the positive of the split, then let yourself grieve, consider the rebound, try something new, and then finally, give yourself time to process everything. Right? Right. Time. I heard a guy say his ex-wife still misses him, but says her aim is getting much better. Oh! Oh! Yeah. (laughs) You know... (laughs) What about you? Did you ever, you know, see an ex and feel bad about it? Never. I think going back to her ex is like taking a shower and then putting your dirty underwear back on, isn't it? Ooh. 
You ever do that? <laughs> Never. It would be hard to go back. I know. It's like that great Sugar Ray song from the 90s. Remember, when it's over, can we sing that song together? No, I'm not going to. Tom and Mike. A Florida man. Oh, I shouldn't have said Florida. I wanted you to guess what state it was from. A man was arrested after. He- <laughs> hey, listen, you're so transparent. I, I knew what state it was already. Uh-huh. A Florida man was arrested after he attacked his mother because she refused to dress his mannequin. He beat her with a kitchen stool and then started shoving dumplings in her mouth so she almost choked to death. And then things got weird. That sounds like a bad Kevin Hart movie. <laughs> Kevin meets Medea. <laughs> I'm trying to figure this out, and I'm guessing that the mom and the girlfriend got into a conflict, the girlfriend being the mannequin. The girlfriend being the <laughs> man akin. Right. I might become a bit jaded, but I don't think this even qualifies as Florida weird anymore, does it? No, it's your typical Florida everyday story, I think. An elaborate plan to get her son to feed her some of his delicious dumplings. You ever think of that? Here comes the airplane. You know, let's face it, you get mad with your mom. But he's 40 years old, and he's living with his mom in a trailer park. In a van down right. by a river. Right. Another weird Florida story. Is his name Matt? <laughs> it's Tom. Tom? Yep. Yeah, sure it was. I'm thinking more like Norman Bates. Tom and Mike. Europe just passed a law, that European Union, that they're going to make car makers install speed limits by 2022, meaning, because here's what's the problem. There's no road signs that are the same in any country, and people can go as fast as they want in places, which is bad. It's not for bad for safety and everything. So now they're going to make cars by 2022, working off a GPS satellite, Here's how it's going to work. They're not going to make a break or anything like that. It's just if you're going too fast, the car engine will cut off the power. That seems really dangerous. Well, it won't cut off power completely. It'll just cut off power to get back to the speed limit. I don't like that idea. It's not here yet. It's in Europe. You know what's going to happen? The value of older models will skyrocket, don't you think? Because they're not grandfathered into those older cars. That's right. Right? Good point. But it will never happen in America, pal. You'll have to pry the accelerator pedal from your cold, dead feet, right? (laughs) Really? And you can beat this thing. Just wrap some tin foil over the GPS antenna, and you can speed all you want, right? There you go. There's always a workaround. Have you heard about the Audubon? Yes. And Germany goes fast as they want? Right. They have some fun with that thing. They have speed signs. They don't have any speed signs, but they'll say 85 to a question mark, and then they'll say, Volvos, just do the best you can. (laughs) <laughs> they're they're not as bad as they used to be, are they? Right. But uh, I had a Volvo once, a great car. Yeah. Last forever, almost, right? Yeah. They don't, I don't like the way they make them now. The old the older ones would go long. You know, the, some things are designed to go long and some are not. And those old Volvos, yeah, they, they hung out for a while. You know, some of those are still on the road. Yep. I also like a Saab. Back to your other story. That was what I would drive when I... Had a bad breakup. I would sob a lot. There you go. Tom and Mike. I need a Judge Kent ruling. Okay. So this bride had a big wedding, 300 people. It was a black tie optional wedding, 300 guests. She made somebody leave because he was taking the attention off her. And that person being a family friend, he was in his full regalia military uniform and had medals with it. And so what's the problem? She thought that too many people were paying attention to him, so she asked him politely to leave, and he did. Weirdness. <laughs> You're good at finding those weird stories, huh? So is that proper wedding etiquette? Mixed. Some people say a military uniform 
full dress is formal attire for a person in the military. But see, people were coming up to this guy and thanking him for a service and all that kind of stuff. And she took offense to it. You know, here's two narcissistic people competing with each other. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm telling that new, new groom, things will go better at your next wedding. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. You know what I did? I did something really stupid the other day. Karen and I were in a mall and there was a policeman. Yeah. He had like a gun and he had, you know, handcuffs around his holster. And I went up to him and thanked him for his service, which I quite often do that with, you know, first responders and that kind of thing. And then as I'm shaking his hand, I noticed that he was a mall cop. <laughs> and I was like, I pulled my hand away, you know, kind of like the Pope was pulling oh, his hand away. And I was like, oh, thank you. The guy probably thought, boy, that guy's weird, right? But yeah, I started with a thank you for, oh, thank you. You should give him a fist <laughs> like, And then I said to Karen, I said, that guy was a mall cop. I'm thinking a mall cop for his service. Yeah. I mean, how sick is that? He's out there on the front lines like the other guys, too. Tell me I, I didn't do something totally stupid. No, just... just. He had a few medals on, too, so I'm not even sure if he was a real mall cop. But right. he's like that guy at the wedding, right? Right. What if a mall cop shows up at your wedding? <laughs> then you tell him to leave. Okay. But she could have just toasted him for his service and taken back control. That's what I'm thinking. You're so right about this bride being narcissistic. I mean, right. that's cray-cray. Tom and Mike. Now, here's something I think we're both going to fail at. They just put a list of the 10 most irritating modern slang words today. And I'm going to read the top 10. You're going to tell me how many you actually know what it means. You ready? Okay. Goat. Goat? Yeah. Like, I'll get your goat? No, goat. G-O-A-T. They're using a lot. I'll give you a hint. In sports now. The goat or the, uh, the hero? Greatest of all time. Like they're calling Tom Brady a goat, the greatest of all time. Oh, I thought a goat was um, <laughs> was somebody who... Yeah, I did too. In the old days, it was somebody who made a mistake. Boy. So when you're a goat... You're the greatest of all time. Yeah. It sounds like somebody's getting a participation trophy to me. Right. Here's the second one. Bay. B-A-E. You ever hear that one? No. Neither have I. It's babe or baby. Here's one I've heard of. Hangry. H-A-N-G-R-Y. You know what that means? You're angry because you're hungry? Yep. Yeah, I've heard that. All right. How about Gucci? Gucci? Yep. If you're Gucci, someone's Gucci. They're high styling. They got a lot of bling and that kind of thing. Something is okay, good. What? Yep, that's what it says. Something is okay, good. He's Gucci. I don't know. Ghost. No. Ending a relationship. Ceasing all communications. Okay, so <laughs> we don't know. So if we... I get a text from my wife and it says you and I are ghosts, ghosts. you're out of there, buddy. <laughs> I'm out of there. All right, how about this one? Fleek, F L E E K. You're styling. You got, you got a lot it, of buddy. Bling. You got it. Flawlessly... See, I got that confused with Gucci. Right? Flawlessly styled or groomed. Here's one. Stussy, S T U S S Y. Stussy. Yeah, it's kind of a cross between being stylish and Gucci. <laughs> Close. Well-dressed. Yeah. Okay. All right, here's abbreviation. T-F-W. T-S-W. No, T as in Tom, F-W. Too freaking... <laughs> I don't know. That feeling when. Don't ask me. It was in quotes. That feeling when. Here's one you'll get. Throw shade. Throw shade? Throw shade. Throw shade? Yeah, to throw shade at somebody. Oh, that's when you're at a party and it gets out of control... 
and the lampshade on your head, <laughs> no, it comes the- off when you're really angry and you throw it at somebody. Throw shade. Close. The public or criticize or express contempt for somebody. Yeah, that was really close. <laughs> and, and here's one. The last one. Clap back. Clap back? Yeah. Wasn't that a social disease in the yes, 70s? Yes, it is. It's, not, it's coming back. You're right. No, it's to respond quickly to critical remarks. Okay. And here's two that weren't on there. You use one that I don't use. I don't like dude or bro. Okay. I've been guilty of saying dude. Right. No oh. doubt. The Big Lebowski definitely had a big impact on my life. You know how you can you, you can end the trend of all these bad words like this? What? Get old Get old people to start using them. <laughs> old people, yeah. Right. Yeah, you know? Sure. Not all Americans understood slang. 57% don't know it was bad to be ghosted, and 53% had no idea that being on fleek was a compliment, meaning styled or groomed. Oh. Yep. Okay. I like the old con, you know, like 23 skidoo. Remember that one? <laughs> no. I don't remember that. He's a Jim Dandy. Remember that one? Man, you are old. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. Duh. Old slang. Old slang. Old so, lang slang. <laughs> it's the new national anthem. Tom and Mike. Here's one state that I traveled through as a young man, but I have no interest to go back there. Utah's alcohol control commission actually is trying to decide if karaoke is a recreational activity. And they're doing this because a number of bars want to have karaoke and they're trying to, whether they should give them a beer license. They don't have a beer license yet. Isn't that kind of weird? Yeah. I don't totally get it, but Utah is a sort of a strange place. Isn't and who it? wants to do karaoke sober anyway, right? Right. Takes all the fun out of it. Right. I don't think there would be a karaoke bar if there was an alcohol involved, right? Yep. Did you ever do karaoke in your life? I say that I have, but in reality, I haven't. It's something that I've always wanted to do. How about you? Never. And if you did ever get a chance to do it, what's the song you would pick to sing along to? Boy, that's a good one. Probably. Can I guess what you might say? Sure, go ahead. Sweet Caroline. Yeah, it seems like it would be easy to sing. Look at that one. I just took that one around. Pulled that out of your yin-yang. My yin-yang. Wow. How's your yin-yang today, by the way? Well, after that beating I took yesterday from you, it's still a little yanging. (laughs) You know? Tom and Mike.